Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, so we're back. Bush and Louise here, ready for action. It's a shame we, we've had... Um, hello, listeners. Hello, dear listeners. We've had a couple of technical problems, which, mean, which means we've started recording late. And I was trying to get the computer set up to record as quickly as possible, just because of the noise, <laughs> Louise, that you were making whilst eating your strudel waffle. <laughs> and then drinking Struthen, your tea. Struthen, Struthen waffle. Struthen waffle. Yeah. And then the way you were drinking tea, like it was like... A, do you remember a kid's TV show from the 80s called Silas? No. It was like a really starving German... <laughs> Like a pe- peasant, and if he was fed by anyone for doing like some manual labour for them, this is all known during school holidays in the eighties. Uh, he'd eat like cr- ripping off red uh, bread cobs, <laughs> like he'd never been, he hadn't been fed in weeks. And it was like I was parched, wasn't it? You were, you like this on your cup of tea? <laughs> <laughs> so good I've had, anything like it. I've had a really long day right I've had a really long day and I really needed it and it was just one of those moments I could see you were busy doing something else I just wanted to have my moment I didn't really realise you were wearing headphones and listening I it, it was a little bit like a, a wildlife a photographer or, or <laughs> someone filming wildlife stuff waiting for that perfect shot and then the the camera didn't work they couldn't get it I mean can I eat my what do you call this again Struth and Waffle why, why can't I say it you say strudel, which is something completely different. That's a pastry. Strudel waffle sounds like a brilliant nightclub in Germany. <laughs> um, we've been into each other's company all day today, haven't we? Yeah, I've seen you twice today, um, which has been lovely. Thank you for that. Thank you. I also listened back on last week's episode. Sometimes I do that. You know that, right? Sometimes I listen back on last week's episode just to make sure we don't sound like complete lunatics. Right. Um, I've realised you really make me sing on this podcast. Love, love a bit of uh, Louis singing. Yeah, I, Voice I think, of an angel. I think I'm going to put my foot down, Bush. So why? I cringed my socks off. I don't even know what you'd Boots say. Boots off. <laughs> yeah. I really cringed. I was like... What was it in particular you were singing? I think you made me sing Hadaway, What Is Love? Oh, yes. The uh, amazing people from Erica, the band, yeah. did a remix of, I saw. of you. I couldn't even like the tweet. I I couldn't even like it. I was like, oh, this is so embarrassing. I, when I heard that, and thank you everyone who, who gets in touch and stuff on Twitter, uh, when I heard that, I thought, 
It's not going to play well with Louise. It's <laughs> <laughs> I saw it and I just like, you know, I quit the app. You know, they quit quit an app real quick when you're rage just so quit. disgusted at your rage, quit it. I was like, and I was like, that's it. I'm going to say to Bush at the beginning of the next episode, I'm not going to sing again. I'm not doing it, okay? Just like you won't wear my Crocs that I'm going to get for you, I'm not singing on this podcast again. Well, you're not going to get me Crocs, okay? We've already, we've already sorted that Maybe out. Maybe I already have them. I always thought people, what? Nothing. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Uh, I always size, people, size eight feet, yeah, Bush? You're taking the... Um, size 11, actually. <laughs> um, I always saw people from Ireland, all you lot can sing. Got yeah, lovely... I, lo- I love a sing. I'll, I'll sing at home around the gaff and stuff. Have I, you got a good singing voice, then? Really good singing voice. Oh, so it was just Hadaway in particular that I you felt... I just don't want to sing on the podcast where I'm not prepared and it's out of context. So if we were to pick, like, if this was karaoke, you were allowed to pick, pick a song that you know, you know you're good at, what would, what would be that karaoke Probably song? Probably a Cranberry song. I love Dolores O'Riordan. Right. Abs- actually, that leads me to a really interesting question. Go on then. What is the celebrity that you've been most like stopped in your tracks when you found out they died? Like, <gasps> can't believe it, I'm gutted. Who was it? Because for me, it was Dolores. I was so upset she died in a hotel in London and it took me a week to get over it. It was and out of the blue, wasn't it? Totally out of the blue. And what? A, and do you know what? I never got to see her live, which is awful and I never will now. Yep. God rest her gorgeous soul. So who was yours? I don't, I, want, I don't want to sound like I'm undermining the whole seriousness of the question. But, oh, because, uh, you've, because it's never happened to you? Well, no, I just didn't realise um, Mini-Me had died. <laughs> Genuinely, we were talking about it the other night. I was like, it weirdly... How did he, how did he die again? I don't know, I'm not sure. But um, Did he do a porno? <laughs> I think he did, you I'm know. not Googling it. I'm neither am I. But um, we were watching that brilliant uh, Netflix documentary about Woodstock. Oh my God, do you know that you're the fourth person today to tell me about this go and watch it yeah. it's so damn good it's called Trainwreck it's on Netflix about the terrible Woodstock 99 festival but he comes on stage to in- introduce Limp Biscuit. now is Mini-me. he the fella who's in Austin Powers let's, we get his, let's get his name okay fine he deserves to have his full name read out can't be, we can't be going around calling him Mini Me posthumously so what is it called search- posthumously I think so I'm searching Mini Me now though Mini Me was Mini Me in a porno is that what you Vern J. Troyer Fern Troy. Brilliant name. Um, do you want me to search Mini Me Porno? Yeah, just, just, I don't search the video, but just see if he was in one. Oh, yeah, I think he was. Yes, he told you. It's on X Hamster. <laughs> I bet it is. <laughs> well, I think we need to rapidly move off this, uh, this line of topic and get straight into it. We're back, we're chronicling iconic things from the 1990s in alphabetical order and you're with us on this incredible journey with its ups and downs it's a roller coaster ride it's time for i right then the 80s of the 1990s we've been waiting each week for that letter that's gonna unhinge us a little bit mm. it's gonna trip us up i'm a bit concerned about i do you know what I mean? I'm not that concerned about I. I sat down and had a, a cup of tea earlier and I thought, let's have a good think about this. And now I feel fully prepared. So well, should I start us off then? I'll let you get on with it then. <laughs> I'll eat your strudel waffle. <laughs> Struthen. Damn. Okay, I need to talk about one of the greatest periods for Ireland in football. Oh. Uh, it's all the way back in 1990. Uh, we had a brilliant coach football coach we had a brilliant goalkeeper yes with an interesting name his name was Packy Bonner oh yeah he had big old hands he had big old shovel hands big old hands like uh, when you had your school medical 
<laughs> Big old hands, coffin drop, packy bonner. And we had an unbelievable coach called Jack Charlton. What a guy. What an unbelievable guy. And of course, I'm talking about Italia 90. Boom. It filled the world over of Irish people and the Irish community itself full of pride at the time. Because they were brilliant. A lot of the attention unfairly goes on England because of Gaza and all that kind of mm. stuff. But Ireland were great during the tournament. And um, was it Ray Houghton who scored that amazing looped... Did he chip the Italian goalie? I think that might be it. might be the case. It was an unbelievable state of affairs. Uh, when they came, Obviously, they were out during the quarterfinals. They returned home from Rome. Italy beat them. Um, but we... Oh, my God. Like People lined the streets. There were 500,000 people on the streets of the capital when Jack Charlton arrived home. 50,000 people in the airport to greet him. And it was just an unbelievable time for Irish football. We had, a, we had an anthem which was put him under pressure, which I could still sing to you now, although we have a new rule on the podcast so oh, I won't be saying no come on I don't know what that song happen. is not going to happen not going to happen let's go put them under pressure <laughs> I tell you put them under pressure it was way better than that give us a little tiny bit of I it. can't I, honestly okay. I can't remember Fine. and it was the most incredible time and I think if we did this podcast and I, and I didn't talk about Italian 90 and Irish football I would be seriously and utterly abused online it was an, it was an amazing uh, amazing tournament I was wrong it wasn't Italia 90, the Ray Houghton chip. Before people get in touch, that was 94 in America, because I remember it being baking hot. But no, the island were just brilliant. They were mm-hmm. just absolutely brilliant. And they had this kind of unity and just Jack Charlton. I, well, you know, what a sad loss Jack Charlton is, but I he know. was just uh, such a unique guy as well, wasn't he? He really was. He stuck with us for a long time. He was absolutely, he just got, he really got, he really stirred the sort of energy of the whole thing. And I remember, well, I don't remember, but I remember hearing all about the Pope coming to Ireland back in 1979. And that absolutely drew the masses. Jack Charlton coming back and the team coming back to Ireland oh. from that match was like very similar to that. Now it was I, like the Pope coming. I remember being, I think it was in Galway when uh, Daniel O'Donnell, was it Daniel O'Donnell? Oh my God, yes. He, he came to visit and it was, I've never seen anything like it, people mm. hanging out the windows and stuff like that. Is so it, it must have been the same kind of thing. Exactly the same kind of thing. Weird thing about like Daniel O'Donnell. So basically like... Yeah, what is it with Daniel O'Donnell? I don't know, like grannies. Let me rephrase that. What is it with you lot on Daniel O'Donnell? <laughs> Well, I don't think my generation get it as much as older generations. However, he just has something. There's something going on with that fella that the older ladies, they want him. They want a piece. Is he is sex, is sex symbol? Is that what it is? He is an absolute Irish sex symbol. I love his hair. His hair is like, do you remember Mobile, the toys? Yes. The plastic detachable hairstyle. I was going to make a Father Ted reference, but you don't wouldn't get it because you haven't watched Father Ted. Still haven't watched it and stop having a go at me on Twitter at Bush on the radio going, Bush, have you watched it yet? I'll get round to it. There's a character in Father Ted and he likes to have uh, these cakes made for him and <laughs> he likes a jumper to be baked into the cake. You have to see it, Bush. Yeah, I've not watched and it. And he so. is, he is basically Daniel O'Donnell. It's an incredible comparison. But yes, Daniel O'Donnell. Why are we talking about Daniel O'Donnell? We need to be talking about Jack Charlton. Hey, look, I want to find, I want to hear one of Daniel O'Donnell's songs. Right. Okay, fine, let's do that. So this is what all the fuss is about, right? Mm-hmm. I've got I've got me uh my phone open here. You gotta way he you gotta you gotta also watch the way his hips move as he sings. I think they hypnotize the old ears. This is called Pretty Little Girl from Omar. Good lord, that's creepy. What is going on with you lot? It's a jam. I'm enjoying it. I like it. There were hundreds of thousands of people turned out mm. to watch that man. Doesn't surprise me. In the A to Z of the 1990s, I is for Italia 90. Quick question for you, Bush. Yeah. Who's the English 
version of Daniel O'Donnell. That's a very good point. Because he's got, he's got Barry Manilow vibes. Interesting. My mum went over to Holland to watch Barry Manilow. Wow. Obsessed with him. Did she throw her knickers at the stage? I think she might have done. <laughs> it's a long way to go if you're not going to bother. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we've got someone comparable. To, uh, Wales have got Tom Jones. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like the knicker-throwing thing, isn't mm-hmm. it? Have we got someone like that in, in England? I don't think we have. Let's put it out there. Have, have you guys? Have you? At Bush on the radio, if you're on Twitter, Andy Bush Radio on Instagram, or... A to Z of the 90s podcast on Instagram. We've got ourselves our own Instagram. Yeah, I love it there because we've loads of people getting in touch directly about specific episodes. Actually, Chloe got in touch on the A to Z of the 90s podcast Instagram page. Uh, She DM'd us and said, we talked about H last week and his name is Ian and where did did he get that name? Yeah, yeah, where did it come from? She said that she read in the Top of the Pops Pops magazine that he's named H because of hyper, he was hyperactive and that does make sense. See that, that doesn't contradict my opinion no. the other week that I wanted to fill him in if I could if I saw him. Not at all. H is for hyperactive. I can imagine him doing your head in on the train. I know. You, well, hey, you mate. killed him on our podcast last week. Stop clicking your pen. <laughs> hey, H, mate. Uh, so yeah, get in touch with us on our, our brand new Instagram. We, we you know, it, we're hitting the tech. That's all we're doing. What okay. a loud scratch that was. Scratch me beard. Could you hear that scratch? So loud and gross. You, sorry, if you listen at home, can you hear me scratch my beard? Go and have a little scratch to the side of your face and make a noise. It's beautifully soft, isn't it? <laughs> the difference is, is unbelievable. Right, next one. Uh, I is for the internet. Yeah. I've had a lot of people get in touch about the internet. Um, you've talked about dial-up modems, that kind of thing. What was the internet like in your house when you were in this era? Was it like you were allowed to just go on it when you want, or was it no. in your dad's office? I was thinking it was in my brother's... Uh, he was in the box room. God, I mean, think about box rooms now. Uh, he was in the box room. What was he, he doing in the box room, your brother? He had a little single bed. He had a computer on a little desk at the end of the single bed. And he also had a ghetto blaster, which he was playing Appetite for Destruction on nice. non-stop. Um, and, yeah, no, we weren't... I don't think I, don't think I really was that interested in the internet until much, much later. I remember um, MSN messengering people mm. a See, little I bit. never did any of that. I did a bit of chat rooms. You do any chat rooms? Tell me more, Bush. Not, not weird chat rooms, just like... Chat- <laughs> there used to be this thing called um, ASL. Okay, I thought you were going to talk about chat roulette there for a minute. Chat roulette, what's that? So chat roulette was not in the 90s, it was much later, where you would... It was just like you would be put onto anybody else who was on a, on a camera on your laptop so it could be like a, a pretty girl oh, or it yeah. could be a guy doing a weird thing right thanks for the hand gesture there <laughs> it could be anything that's why it's called roulette it's called chat roulette you could be on with anyone and it was absolutely huge about 15 years ago and what do you do? Well, you go on there and you what? chat to the person ask them to, to do what about things. the man doing the bad thing <laughs> he was asking people to do things too put, put it away <laughs> put it away now please I'm not interested Anyway, sorry, I digress. Um, do you know what ASL stands for? For what? Uh, what? On the, on the internet chat room chat. What 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 stands for? ASL. Yeah, have a guess. You, no, you're I questioning couldn't. People. It's gone. My my mind's gone mental. Age, sex, location. Age, sex, sex location. location. So you say I'm 18. I'm in Cambridge. Not yes, please for sex. Yes, it's more like yeah, say, what's the sex Male thing? or female? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Or non-binary. <laughs> Or non-binary. Let's yeah. bring this right up to the present day. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was just thinking back about like the internet. Like when when did you get first access to blue, like naughty internet? Do you know what I mean? Can you remember like when was the first naughty? Did, 
do you have a Google like naughty? You don't look for naughty stuff, do you? I imagine girls. Not really. Not well, I mean, the closest I've got to today is is Mini Me in a porno. Yeah. So it's on your browser history now. That <laughs> is for a while. <laughs> no, I don't think I have to say, and I could be completely wrong. I don't think you know when the internet came around, girls of my age really even knew a like that was available on the internet I'm sure okay. boys were way ahead maybe yeah I don't think that girls were as advanced as that with or online nudie photos well let's do a uh, please stop doing that hand manoeuvre <laughs> did two of them at the same time then as well it's not that kind of podcast uh, one uh, staying with the eyes one thing for the, the future perusers of the blue use incognito mode <laughs> do yourself a favour in the A to Z of the 90s eyes for the internet okay I got one for you Bush um, and that is impulse Oh, wow, In- yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see the bottles. Impulse body spray. They were quite like a slim bottle, you know, and so you and they were quite cheap, so you could buy like, you know, a couple of them and have them knocking around, and that yeah. was fine. Um, I remember... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I just remember they were everywhere. They were in your locker. They were in, you know, those desks you used to have at school where you could lift the lid and put your books in? I'm talking really old school now. Old school. You'd have one in there. You'd have one in the bathroom. You'd have one in your bedroom. You'd have one in the school bag, all that kind of thing. And what is it? Like, for women, is it you spray it on your hair? Like, it's a body, it's called a body spray. So it kind of goes all over you to create a nice scent. And it's not like perfume. Right. I'm sure you could use it as deodorant. That might sting a little. I don't think it was that good in terms of that. But it was just all the rage in the 90s to have a bottle of would you call it a can a bottle of Impulse and the Spice Girls of course got involved and there was a, there was an exclusive Spice Girls uh, Impulse edition that's really hard to say so essence of say sporty or exactly oh, no, well I think posh. it was just Spice Girls Impulse okay. yeah 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 but there were so many I was going to say flavours there were so many <laughs> scents of it and I just don't see I don't see it used as much anymore oh, the only person I know who uses it still is my mum does she but what she does is she still smokes my mum, right. right? So what she does is she's going to have a cigarette out the back, yeah, uh, and make up a lie to the grandkids. She's going to go and change her shoes or check the chickens. <laughs> I think is her phrase. Uh, and then she'll come back in and think, I know what I'll do to cover up the smell of smoke is spray seventeen seconds of impulse all over mm. me. So she comes in and you know that she's been having a sneaky, crafty cigarette out the back. 
There's a kind of a homely smell to you now, though, I bet, is it? It is. I associate it completely with, yeah. I'm less sure what uh, the people who make Impulse will be going, <laughs> will be over the moon about it, but I associate it with my mum having a crafty fag. And there's nothing that can really cover cigarette smell. Have you ever tried to really cover it? And, well, I smoked for many years, quit mm. on my, just before my 30th birthday. Good man. Um, and no, you can't cover it at all. Particularly the worst one is, that dawned on me, was when I got in the lift with someone who had been out for a fag, but it was raining outside. <laughs> you know, like, wet hair mixed with cigarette smoke. I was like... It's like a wet dog or something, isn't I've it? I've got to stop doing this. Yeah, it's gross. So in the A to Z of the 1990s, I is for... Impulse Body Spray. Lovely. Spice Girls Edition. Essence of scary. <laughs> Oof! Right, we've had a uh, suggestion sent in on Twitter by Sky Sports News' very own Jamie Weir. Wow. He's a good man, and he's he's sent us a link to an advert that, as soon as I start playing this, will take people down memory lane. Have a listen to this. After 90 minutes of share hell, you're going to get thirsty. <sighs> this is new isotonic leukosate sport. It gets to your thirst fast. Isotonic means it's in balance with your body fluids. John Barnes doing isotonic leukosate sport. Uh, the advert that was everywhere, particularly off the back of Italia 90 and all that kind of stuff. Love that advert. Love John Barnes' incredibly quick way of talking. Mm. Isotonic leukosate sport. <laughs> I'm John Barnes. I'm John. Because he, he obviously rapped during the Anfield rap as well. And he rapped during the uh, New Order song, World in Motion. So he's got rapping skills. But I'd not even thought about the isotonic leukosate sport since, uh, since donkey's years. Mm. So what's the crack with it then? Was it just like a... Obviously, leukosate, what my granny used to give me when I was sick, uh-huh. you know, to give me energy. Was this like a special sports edition? Was this just like... So what was it? What was the, what was the isotonic thing? Isotonic leukosate sport. Is that Johnny Barnes doing that there? Isotonic leukosate sport. That's him marking the crossover point. And we can, we can, we can focus down on what the actual date was. Mm. The moment... Um, Lucas, they changed lanes from being purely something you had when you had the squits and you were staying at home in your nans mm. with a sticky, horrible, gross, plastic, orange, so orange, orangey gross, yeah. plastic thing around it. And then they got into the sports market. Okay, so this was to get into the sports market. This is sports market. So Johnny Barnes there in the advert. Thanks for this, Jamie. Uh, Johnny Barnes had just come off uh, half time, had a couple of bottles of it, put it in the bin, and then gone back out again and kicked some ass. And then did it go to Lucas Aid Sport? Yeah, they don't really mention Isotonic anymore no. now. No. Like, what does isotonic mean? I don't know. Pretty niche word they use there, wasn't it? It's like it? thrown around one of those fancy, uh, you know, a fancy term that makes people think, oh, it's a bit of science, I'll trust that. Two bottles, please. The only time I really drink Lucasade Sport is when I'm hanging, like yes. really badly hanging, or if I'd pulled an all-nighter and I had to go and do an exam, you know, I hadn't studied and just stayed up the whole night before, and I would Pumped. take two bottles in with me and drink them in the exam. And then hopefully just be able to, like, pull it out the bag. I'd love to have seen your handwriting. It's like... Um, that, you should see mer- my handwriting now. It's absolutely horrific. Do you know the weirdest thing? I went, I went for a physiotherapy appointment this morning. Actually, well, chiropractor. How is your back, Bush? It's still screwed. Okay. Uh, and I had to write my details down because I was signing up to a new clinic. And the woman said that my writing was worse than the doctors that worked there. Oh, that's a terror. That? That's an insult. It's not unbelievable. But just going back to the drinking thing... Mm. Um, do you ever have Gatorade when you've got a hangover? Yes, the blue one. The I've blue. only ever had the blue one, I just yeah. don't like the bottle, though. Yeah. Because the bottle makes me think, because it sucks back at you so hard. <laughs> it really it's like it might suck your insides out. 
And you already, you already have the fear from the hangover. Imagine but being it, pulled inside out. It, oh, God. It kind of works, though, doesn't it, on a, hang, on a hangover? It really does. Yeah. It makes me jittery and, like, you know, a bit too high octane. Do you, do you ever have, like, like, energy drinks like um, Red Bull or Monster or anything like that? I, I never touch any of that. Can you imagine me on Monster? A can of Monster drink. Energy have you, drink. Have you ever had, like, a vodka Red Bull? I have, yeah. I don't like how it makes me feel. Yeah, I feel like... I don't feel myself after it. It makes me feel like Begbie from Trainspot. <laughs> In the A to Z of the 1990s, I is definitely, thank you Jamie Weir, for isotonic Lucasade sport with Johnny Barnes. Okay, next thing going in, Bush, I think it really deserves a place is I'm Alan Partridge. Amazing. Mm. Uh, the, the backdrop, uh, we were very lucky in the 90s and late 80s for like comedy stuff, but the backdrop to like watching telly in the evening with your parents mm. and stuff and all absolutely laughing your eyeballs out. Mm. Now, I just love him. I do have a... Not so secret crush on Steve Coogan. Do you? I love him. I think he's a genius. Is he a bad? I think you like a bad boy. Do you like a bad boy? Well, actually, because of his all, the whole like living and being with Courtney Love and that whole thing. I just think he's got. Uh, what well, that's what I like about him. He's got like a bit of an edge to him. He isn't has he? such an edge. Yes. Yeah, maybe it is that actually because I just smi- I just. I just smiled a lot there when I remembered oh, that yeah. side of him. But I did, I was lucky enough to go and interview him because he was doing, he did a show called The Trip and with, uh, what's your man's call? Rob, Rob Ryden. Yeah. So I interviewed him for um, a show I was doing on Kerrang Radio. And I was so nervous, Bush, because I do love him and uh-huh. I do love that show. And it's one of those shows that I don't get tired of it. I can watch it over and over again. And if I leave it for a year, I can watch it all over again. Ooh. And um, I look like this stuff. Oh, anyway, look, I'm not going to go into it. But anyway, I just love it. So I was really, really nervous going to interview and I had my page and the page was slightly shaking when I went into the hotel room because you know they, they always do these things in hotel rooms uh, the, it's the worst thing just to explain if you go to a junket thing yeah. where you go to the hotel and then the stars are there yeah. what they do is try and break you psychologically mm-hmm. so uh, I remember interviewing Mick Jagger and I had to sit in in like a checking in room then kind of hand over all my stuff yeah. then go and hit, wait in the hall yeah. like waiting to get you an STI test totally. or something and then you go into this thing and he's not there and he then walks in yeah. he's got loads of cameras around him I haven't got any, mm. and you've got some bloke behind you telling you you've got one minute left, and you've only just sat down. I know. So that, that by that point, you're putty in their I hands. I was already putty in his hands, and I was already nervous anyway, just meeting him. And he's kind of tried to move away from the whole like Alan Partridge thing. And so I sat down, and they were taking it really. They were like, oh, Karang, brilliant, you know, rock station, la la la. And I was like, yeah, yeah. So my first question is for you, Alan. Oh, and he God. just looked at me and like looked away and he goes, this interview's over. Oh, no. And Rob was pissing himself <laughs> laughing. And I, like, I just went into, I was like, I'm so sorry. I was just that I was just watching, oh. I was just watching it as prep. And he goes, no, 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 occupational hazard. It's okay. It's okay. Let's start again. And I was like, okay. I'd have lost it from that point. I wouldn't be able to come back. Oh, I had to start the whole interview again. But like Rob thought it was the funniest thing he'd ever, ever seen. But I remember, I'd show Sean Bean came in for... Um, uh, We're really name-dropping him. We are, aren't we? Yeah. I was having lunch with Sean Bean the other week. But he came in for an interview, and I said to him, uh, as part of the interview, obviously you were fantastic in The Full Monty. <laughs> and then he was like, no, I wasn't in that. But I was like, and I was sure he was. Like, genuinely, in my mind, he really? was in The Full Monty, but yeah. it was obviously Robert Carlyle. It's terrible, isn't it? Because you literally, oh, you God, have to stay with them. You have to finish that interview that you know is going to go out oh. on national radio. Oh my god! And deep and down, they think you're a dickhead. Of course, let's they be do. honest. Of course, they do. Of course, and you just, you just politely said, "No, sorry, no, I wasn't in that one." I know. Oh God, Bush. Uh, so I am. I'm Alan Partridge. Never seen anything like it before. The whole thing that was, you know, the fact that it was like a a TV show that was going kind of wrong. Mm. 
Uh, just some of the characters in it were just absolutely brilliant. Mm. It's just, it, for me, one of the best bits of comedy, British TV-wise, I've ever seen. Mm. He, I also said as well, like, you know, do you just get so annoyed about the aha thing now? He said it's a real case of care for what you wish for because when he gave it to the writers and they were writing it with him and he said, they said to him, you know, make this a good phrase because you're going to hear this for the rest of your life. And he said, he was on the tube and like he could see people looking and like, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he said he got off the tube but he turned back and just as the doors were closing, he went, ah, at the doors. Have some of that. Yeah. So he was like, he's just turned it on his head and now he screams at our people in the street. But we, last, last name drop, we interviewed him. He came on our hometime show for the Alan Partridge tour. Great, yeah. But he didn't do the voice once. The whole time. And we were really? like, is he going to do the voice? And he never did it. No, he he isn't just Alan Partridge, obviously. But you know what? He always is going to be that to me. You it's know? the voice. It's he the is. voice. Uh, so in the A to Z of the 90s, I 100% is for I'm Alan Partridge. Right, time for another submission. If you want to get in touch with something, uh, we'd love to, you, to drop in a little uh, audio note and tell us something that you're particularly passionate about. The excellent broadcaster Nicola Hume has sent us in uh, a suggestion, and here it is. Hi guys, it's Nicola Hume. My suggestion for the iconic thing from the 90s that begins with I is inserting your pen into a cassette tape. Because you remember, because sometimes the tape used to like come winding out of the tape or you'd try and rewind it a little bit. And at first you would try with your little finger, but it wouldn't quite work. So then you'd have to shove in a pen or a pencil. Those were the days. Nicola, thank you so much. If you have a suggestion, at Bush on the radio on Twitter, how many times have you rewound a cassette with a pen or a biro, iconically from the 90s. Just nothing like it these days that would give you that satisfaction. Spinning it around. You know like you used to have a rattle back in the 60s? <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy, I used to love, love the fact we used to take rattles to uh, football matches. Did you? I did Why? It was an era before me, but... but why? I, I, I went noise? To, I went to an Everton game, got my seat, literally amongst, uh, I think, a school trip of 50 kids who all had Vuvuzelas and I wanted to die. I was going to ask you about that. Isn't that just the most horrific sound? What happened to the Vuvuzelas? Oh, gross. Background, can you try, can you do an impression of a Vuvuzela? No, I couldn't if I tried. You give me one. <laughs> Similar to a did- didgeridoo. Should we see how long I can make one continuous noise for? I mean, if you want to. Yeah. Well, give, give me like a... How long do you think? I've got the timer on my phone here. I'm going to do the timer, okay? Can you time it? Okay. I'm going to give you a three, two, one countdown. Have a good listen uh, at home, it. listening to this now. Say out loud wh- how many seconds you reckon I can hold a Vuvu Sailor s- uh, sound for. Three, two, one. I don't feel like he prepared for that. I didn't hear I, a I big deep breath. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. I didn't breathe in. Yeah, I know, you weren't prepared at all. 14 seconds, Bush. Come on. Note to self. Start breathing in on two. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with another eye from the uh, 1990s now. load of people suggested this when I put out a little tweet saying what's got to be on the list, but I disagree with it because I think it's terrible. And it's the movie Independence Day. I don't even remember seeing that. Book. Terrible film. Really? Terrible, terrible, terrible film. Uh, alien. People wake up one morning and there's hovering UFOs in the sky. Bill Pullman, I think, is the uh, is the president, and I just don't believe him. I don't believe him at all. But I seem to remember that was huge. Wasn't it was huge. It? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's one of those things. A little bit like Mrs. Brown's Boys that we talked about before. Ugh. Everybody loves it. Totally can't stand it. If you're listening at home, thinking Bush, what are you talking about? In- Independence Day is an amazing, amazing film, iconic from the nineties. I am willing to meet up with you and fight 
shirtless. Mm. So do get in touch at Bush on the Radio if you're on Twitter. Another quick film to throw in as we're talking about films. Go on then. It. <gasps> Ooh. The clown, the creepy clown. Now that is, now I remember reading the book of that. There's a book. That's what it came from. A book. Yes, yeah, Stephen King, massive book. Oh, is that where? Okay, fine. Biggest book I've ever read in my entire life. Like thickest. That, and it, I was. Uh, I don't know how old I was at the time, but I'm, I'm never going to read a book as thick as that again. How much can he say about a scary clown? It was. It was a lot of just clowns in um, drains, mucking around in. <laughs> Drains. Yeah. Oh, if I all you needed to do was just walk down the street or avoid areas that have storm drains. But I do think that freaked a generation of children out, though. I really do. I, it's it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because it would be unfair to lay the blame of the freakiness, the inherent freakiness of clowns, at the feet of it or whatever the clown's right. called in in it. I think it is called it. No, I don't think the clown's called it. Oh, is it? No, I don't think so. <laughs> we think it. It's like them saying that's it. Oh no, it's not. It's it. The clown. He's not called it the clown. <laughs> or maybe it is now. That's it, the clown. <laughs> oh, you think it's called it because people are saying that's it. Oh, no, I'm saying you're saying that. No, I'm saying his name's it. I don't think his name is it. <laughs> it's definitely not it. I think he's called Pennywise, the clown. <laughs> he's not called it. Oh, God. Okay, whatever. We've had a long day. It's quite late in the evening it for us it. to be recording this. Do you went through that whole movie thinking the clown was it? <laughs> Oh, jeez. Look, whatever. It is in the A to Z, the 90s. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm just going to throw in a very quick final one. I didn't have it, but I think it deserves it. a little place. No, it's not it. Not the clown. And that is inflatable furniture. What? Do you remember those, like, inflatable chairs and stuff people had in the 90s in their bedroom and stuff? The horrible blue ones. No. That had a blue hue to it. Okay, so they were, like, I don't know why. They're really uncomfortable. They, like, burned your bum if you were, like, you know, got off them or tried to, like swerve off them that's not the right word they I just remember people in their bedrooms had like inflatable sofas and inflatable chairs so, no recollection of this no not at all yeah, so like, like you blow it up like you would do like a exactly a, a, a boat a lido a, like know. a lilo yeah lilo, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and it's in a lido <laughs> we need to finish this episode <laughs> let's just finish it inflatable furniture that's all I'm going to say let's, ha- let's leave that hanging out there if you have any recollection of inflatable furniture get in touch Obviously, we're both very tired yeah. today. We want to apologise for in, in numerous things that we'll have got wrong during the course of this. Oh my God, so many things. But you you obviously, you're very good at coming back to us and just saying, Louise the Clown wasn't called it, or Bush, please say... Struven. Yeah, instead of strudel, waffle. And please follow us on the A to Z of the 90s podcast on Instagram. You can get in touch with us directly via our DMs right there. Yeah, to get get signed up for that. Come and say hello there and leave us suggestions. Other ones that didn't make the cut. Pete says the brilliant album by Nirvana in uh, Nirvana in Utero. Oh my God. I think I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah. Uh, you have been listening to the A to Z of the 90s. The producer is the brilliant Ross Ramsey Golding. She's been Louise Maloney. I've been Andy Bush. We'll get our shit together for next week and we'll see you then. We'll try. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.